Season two, we are diving into a book titled Hearing God, written by Dallas Willard. And I want to start with scripture. So if you have your Bibles, whether it's digital or old school, let's go to Hebrews chapter 13. And we're going to read verses 5 through 6. And if you don't have your Bibles, that's okay. It's going to be on the screen. Um, and I believe it's the NIV version that I'll be reading from. Okay, so Hebrews 13, verses 5 through 6. And it reads, Keep your lives free from the love of money and be content with what you have, because God has said, Never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. So we say with confidence, The Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. What can mere mortals do to me? Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we are so grateful for this opportunity that you have given us. Lord, we are asking you to sit in this conversation. Um, give us the words to speak. We are also asking that you prepare our hearts, prepare our minds, prepare our ears to hear your voice. And Lord, we pray that you speak to your people tonight. And if there are any questions that is going through their minds, let, let them not be afraid to put that down and you know, help us through those questions because something I know for sure you do not shy away from questions. So, Lord, we ask that you listen to us, speak to us, stay with us, and bless this um, this episode. Hope it is also a blessing to people in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right. So, reading that passage of scripture, what stuck out to you? Yeah. I think the first time we read that together, I was like, wow, talking about money right. and being with God in the same sentence. But mm -hmm. then as you dwell on it, I think it, it, it kind of makes sense because mm -hmm. I just know from my own life, like um, in seasons of insecurity or just normal time, mm -hmm. uh, money can be a place where I go in insecurity yes. when in insecurities like loneliness, for <laughs> instance, mm -hmm. um, there is this thing that money can do where it insul or like uh, insulates you or there's uh, an avoidance from mm. uh, the harder things that are going on and we we try to use money sometimes I know I do mm. uh, as this false sense of security mm. and I, God has a way of going right to the point right. and saying oh, listen sure. the ways that you fill your life with those things um, are sometimes distractions mm. from the beautiful thing I created you to have, which is this conversational relationship with me. Amen. Yeah. Amen. For me, what's the card to me is the later half of, yeah. of the passage where it says, the Lord is my helper. I would not be afraid. What can Meryl models do to me? Mm -hmm. And I, you know, at first when I read that, I'm thinking, man, I ain't trying to challenge nobody. Okay. People crazy. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I know right. my Lord is a helper, but I ain't trying to challenge anybody. But you know, as I sit with it, it's like, no, it's like, I'm, I'm going to keep doing what God has called me to do. Now, if you come and challenge me, yeah, step up to my face and my face. <laughs> That's right. Then my Lord will handle you. That's just what that means. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. So that's how I interpret that. So uh, for me personally, I love it. I was like, oh, I don't have to defend myself. Oh, right. absolutely not. The Lord Jesus would defend me because he the one called me. I ain't called myself. So if you're going to step up to play, like, what you, mm, I that's have right. nothing to say. Let God handle it. So um, yeah. that's what stood out for me. I love that. And I want to read this quote that I, 
absolutely love and this is going to lead us into the conversation that we're going to have tonight mm -hmm. and he says god is able to penetrate and intertwine himself within the fibers of the human self in such a way that those who are enveloped in his living companionship would never be alone wow so we are in this topic tonight on to let people know you are not alone mm -hmm. never ever alone god is always with you and i just love that quote because again you know me i love how people use words to express and describe things yeah and what came out to me is just the penetrate intertwining himself he says mm -hmm. in our being to be a companionship to let us know that we're never alone i absolutely love that quote yeah that's amazing love it so maybe if you're listening to this or you just started to and uh, we invite you, those of you watching right now live, to join us. Maybe you're listening to this afterwards because we are recording this podcast live. Yes, you are. But if you're listening to us right now on the live stream, we, we want to hear from you. If you have questions, just imagine your own life mm -hmm. um, and what have been the struggles, what mm -hmm. have been the question marks about hearing God's voice in your own life. Right. When you read this quote, uh, when we read this quote, and you hear about um, the intertwining of God's uh, presence with our very life mm. um, and you're like that sounds amazing I've maybe experienced that a little bit right. but I want more of it or mm. I've always struggled to experience that um, let us know your questions we want this to be interactive mm -hmm. and if we can't answer them while we're recording this uh, we can uh, hang around a little bit afterwards too so for sure I love that quote, and I, I think it just so illustrates what we hope for in this podcast for people. Oh, absolutely. So he goes in and talks about the four forms of God's presence that we experience. So he, so there's four forms he mentions. And then the first one is he's called the blind faith. Okay. So blind faith, we have no awareness of his being here with us at all mm -hmm. and no uh, evidence of his action in or around us. Still, we believe. Mm -hmm. Still, we are faithful. Yeah. So even though when you don't feel him, even though you don't sense him, you still believe. So that's what he's called as blind faith. That's yep. another way of God. Um, being with us. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love this breakdown that we'll go through. And I think there's we uh, we sometimes like look at this form of knowing God's presence as like far inferior but mm. this is the foundation and the basis mm. of of uh knowing God yes. frankly like to it's uh, like we look at this and say it's not enough but we should celebrate when we have conviction in our life and or can look at someone else's life for sure sometimes in the christian community we need to look at each other's life yes. to have the faith uh, uh that we don't or <laughs> see the next thing and that's totally fine to right. carry this conviction uh so blind faith sounds like you're just jumping off a cliff or something like that or like <laughs> a trust fall or something like that but i think we need to see this as the foundation because these are really real like th there are seasons of my life where I go through where I'm like, God, I haven't heard your voice in a long time. For sure. Why it's hard for me to bring a, a recent memory to mind of feeling mm -hmm. your presence. Mm -hmm. Like it's okay to lean on those past experiences for right. a season. For and sure. It's okay to have to see other people hearing mm -hmm. God's voice and saying, uh, "That's what I want," but that's. Um, that's not what I'm experiencing right now. God right. has something more for me. Absolutely. So that's an, a, a way of um, experiencing God. Um, another form that he mentioned is sensing God's presence. 
Um, I tend to sense this, especially during worship for me. Mm-hmm. When corporate worship, when singing songs, like I just feel this thick, like almost a thickness in the atmosphere that you can cut, mm-hmm. but not really. And it just feels good, almost like a warm black and coming down on you. Yeah. And I just love that. At least that's for me. That's when I sense. And he says, often is very, it's a very powerful sense of feeling or impression of God's presence. Mm-hmm. Um, that's normally when I sense that is in corporate worship mm-hmm. and I just abs- oh I just love it I feel like God is just like smiling and mm. so happy to see all of his children from different works of life coming together and lifting up a voice in one accord yeah. and just giving him glory yeah, so I beautiful. love it well maybe in the chat you can tell us how you can resonate with this sensing of God's presence mm-hmm. or if you're listening to this podcast afterwards shoot right. us an email and tell us a story for sure for me <laughs> I I've had a couple experiences like that in worship for you. Mm-hmm. I've had like, um, there's been even sometimes this experience of like a, uh, a bodily like tingling or like a cool. numbness that comes over me hmm. only have happened a handful of times, but okay. it's something that I'm like, it, it deeply roots some of my, uh, faith because it was a real tangible experience for me. Mm. Now, just to be clear, not everyone has to have that experience, right, right. Uh, but some people do. And, uh, I would say more often it's uh, just in my headspace when mm. I'm trying to focus on God's presence. Mm. Um, <laughs> I don't know, he tells a story in the book where if you've ever been in a restaurant or mm. something or a public place and you're like, get that weird feeling and That's, you turn around uh, and someone's actually looking, someone's at you. looking right at you. <laughs> So that's a funny story, and that happens every once in a while. Or you're it's like, true, though. I've even gotten that sense. Like I, I start looking around, like some are f- familiars in the room, and mm. I turn around, and sure enough, there's like an old college friend or something like that. Sure. And I, there, I think that there are real instances of this in people's lives, mm-hmm. and that should, I think, he talks about this in the book that 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 many people who describe feeling the presence of God feel some would describe something similar to that. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So this uh, third form that he mentioned is the the God who acts. The outcome is beyond natural powers to accomplish. Mm-hmm. So in other words, a miracle, like something that you yeah. know, know, like yeah. you did not do nothing. God just did something just supernatural. That's just not not just not natural. Yeah. Um, and that's another way of um, experiencing His presence. Yeah. Um, for me, I don't have too much of that hmm. of the, but I I do have instances where God used people to answer my prayer yeah. that I've had, yeah. and of course that's evidence of God's presence. Yeah, without totally. a shadow of a, a doubt. Like um, like for example, I was um looking for a place to move to, and through Rev Steph, who is the pastor for Mill City Church, she's like, hey, um, her, her husband, they found a home, they're moving out, willing to rent their own place. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what you talking? <laughs> the Lord Jesus is good. Yeah. What? <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. And man, I'm telling you, and that is truly God. You know, to, I mean, to me, I, I consider that as a miracle. Yeah. Um, because... For sure, when I was searching, I didn't even know they were looking, but I just remember praying to God in tears, like, Lord, we need to find a place. Um, 
that is close by and I don't yeah. have to go too far um, that's also within my budget and for somebody who didn't even know I was pregnant but I just kind of mentioned it mm-hmm. and she's like oh yeah we're looking for a place you know Yeah. so to me that's a way um, I experience my miracle is really through other people not so much supernatural where you know something it's just through other people who mm-hmm. didn't even know what was going on and they just happened to have what I need or show up in ways that I needed it so that's for me but I don't know have you experienced something that's like supernatural when if someone came to me and gave me a word or something like that yeah or yeah. something yeah or I, something like that. I yeah don't I, I, I've had those experiences hmm. for sure and it, uh, I, I haven't had it like uh, man I like I'm really feeling down today and someone comes directly and speaks into that but hmm. I've had people speak um, powerful words over me that gotcha. uh, weren't like on this specific date you will experience <laughs> this. It was more like, um, like I. Part of why I think I'm in ministry today is some people early in my life in not only just a calling out gifts in my life, mm. but spoke some really powerful uh, prophetic words into my life. Okay. Um, so there's there's some of that. Um, okay. When you told the story about. Uh, the, the provision, I think that's a, a way that we see God act in our lives as well. Sure. I remember a season um, at uh, North City was about to start and we had no sound system <laughs> <laughs> and uh, really no money to buy a sound system. No kidding, yeah. Um, and it, we were like a couple weeks out from mm. our first preview service. Gotcha. And within a week, uh, we had two different churches call us and say, we have a sound system to give you. So wow. we went from having no sound system and Oof. then like a week or two out, we had more than enough. Oh, and it's my like word. instances like that that I know have, have happened multiple times. Oh, for uh, sure. With North City. Yeah. Um, are evidence of this. Can we break for an audience question for yes. a live question? So yes. on, on a Facebook feed, uh, Leanne asked, uh, when, we, when we read the Bible, especially the pro- prophetic books, hmm. uh, and read, thus saith the Lord, hmm. You're hearing God, right? Question mark. <laughs> Sometimes it's not exactly easy or clear to know what he's saying, though. Hmm. So this is when she's reading the prophetic yeah, words. When you're reading the prophetic words. Oh. So how does that relate from sensing God's presence or his acts? Or how does that relate from what we're talking about today? Well, the thing about re- you know reading scripture is, of course, you have to go reading context but I have experience and I wonder if that Leanne if that's what you are asking I have experience where I'm actually reading scripture and hmm. literally words just jumps out of the pages yeah. like almost like God is actually speaking directly to me mm-hmm. and I don't know if that's what you're referring to but man I've had that happen and I'm like whoa <laughs> and it right. is like so clear on that like yeah. there's no doubt about it because you came in just reading, just to get to know the story, get to know the context, what God's saying to the people at the time. Right. But sometimes, though, God just ignites this conviction within you that brings those words into to the page. And you're totally. Like, okay, so God, and then of course I go into the question of, okay, so God, what does that mean? You know, how do you want me to implement this in my life? Yeah. Like, what are, exactly are you saying? Because I don't want to go off an assumption. Totally. Yeah. 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 That's good. Yeah. Yep. Um, well, let's jump in. So these, I love in the juncture of this book that mm-hmm. uh, maybe you can resonate with these experiences so far. And I think some people who are walking in faith have some experience of 
just a blind faith that God is there and mm. present with them, but not actual experiences, the sensing God's presence. They maybe can point to an experience of that in their own life mm. or they can point out acts where they're like, I don't have any explanation, but that was a God that thing. thing for sure. But, um, this podcast is really about, um, more something more that God wants for you and mm -hmm. Willard puts that into words by describing it as a conversational relationship, relationship. with God I love it do you it. want to describe what he means by that oh man like in other words that God did not create us just leave us there without wanting a, to develop a relationship with you so just like in any relationship I don't care in a parent to a relationship a child a parent friend you don't want to have somebody and you guys don't talk. Mm -hmm. Then that's not a relationship. Because mm -hmm. how would I get to know you unless I hear you speak or tell me what's going on with you, what's going on in your life, and vice versa. So having this conversational relationship with God is saying, listen, God wants a relationship with you where you guys are talking. You are having conversation. You know what's going on in his heart about you. Mm -hmm. And you express your what's going on with you. Um, and how he's working in your life. So it's a comfort. I mean, really, honestly, I, you know, I've heard, and I think that's part of one of the reasons I was a little bit hesitant with this topic is because I've heard people who don't believe that God speaks hmm. today. And I'm like, how is that possible? Hmm. So he just says something, put it in the Bible, and that's it, and just let us figure it out. There are specific things you would not find in the Bible that you have to deal with in your own personal life. So mm -hmm. um, for him to say, no, 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 God created us so that we can have this conversational relationship. Yeah. Like, let's do the talk. Let's have the conversation. Let's figure each other. And besides, you don't know God. Yes, God wants a, a relationship with us, but you need to get to know him. And yeah. you can't get to know him unless he's telling you about himself. Totally. So granted, yeah, scripture is one of the places, actually the foundational places, but bam. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> Heavenly Father, we need to talk. Who's you? What do you like? What don't you don't like? Yeah. You know, and be open to that and let him teach you who he is. Because people tend to bring their own perspective yeah. to scripture or their own interpretation depending on their brokenness or their experience. But you want to go to God for yourself and say, Okay, Lord, teach me who you are. Mm -hmm. I'm going to put down this baggage. I'm going to put down the, all the assumptions or negative or things I've heard from other people. No, I want to hear from you. Who do you say you are? Yeah. Teach me, show me, lead me. Yeah. There's a, uh, it's referenced in the the book, but there is this, uh, I think a Franciscan monk uh, named brother Lawrence, mm. uh, who wrote this book, practicing the presence of God. Mm. And, um, if you want a portrait of what uh, the the beautiful nature of a rel conversational relationship that God wants for us, I would recommend that book. In, okay. in the book, he describes how, and and Brother Lawrence was of no real stature hmm. as a teacher. Like okay. he wasn't like a go like people like he didn't go teach in front of a bunch of people. He okay. he found himself as a Franciscan monk. Uh, doing a lot of menial tasks like, like you do. I know there's probably day. people 
folding some laundry right now, <laughs> like you're doing, folding laundry uh, at home. And he describes this beautiful conversational relationship that he develops with God. Mm-hmm. And he gives these examples where he would be like mopping the floor and be overcome by the presence of God mm-hmm. and the conversation with God and just laugh out loud. And then the monks would like turn around and be like, who's he talking to? <laughs> and I, I think like the world will look, look at that and say, that's a little kooky. But mm-hmm. for us, God wants that intimate sort of relationship with us where mm-hmm. we're so in sync and abiding. And we really want that for you, North City. We want that for the podcast listener. Mm-hmm. One thing I got to say about uh, a conversational relationship with God that mm-hmm. actually came up in the chat. What's up? I think Katie Pike Eichelberger said that uh, I talk with God, but uh, he doesn't always talk back on the timing that I want him chat to talk girl. back. Chat girl. Amen. Like, that is real. We need Amen. To, we need to you are that. not by yourself, honey. <laughs> that is true talk. I, th- I think Alana Gray was there saying, yeah, me too. Totally. I, I had an example of that like this week. So I was hunting this week and I was in the tree stand and uh, it's quiet. And uh, I'm like trying to talk to God and he's not talking like I'm not you know, hearing something back going on. I'm like, all right I'll just go back to hunting but then he like woke me up with like a dream at like two in wow. the morning I'm like what? <laughs> like I'm I'm already getting up early like why why are you doing it? so if like there's like a oh, there's man. this yes totally want to affirm God's timing oh. God speaks in different ways and it's it, 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 and if you embrace the adventure of that um, it becomes an exciting journey to start to learn and try to practice some of this, which is what we hope to do in this podcast over For the sure. next few weeks. For sure. We hope to talk real practically about ways to wade into this, mm-hmm. pitfalls, mm-hmm. big question marks around this. Right. So, and I yeah. want to read this quote that um, Hilliard had for com- conversational relationship. It okay. says, in this union, we are constantly and deeply engaged as his friend and co-laborer in the affairs of the kingdom of heaven. Hmm. The idea of thinking yourself as a friend of God. I know there's a song about it, and I'll be singing it, but then I'll be wondering, <laughs> Adobe, are you really a friend of God? Or hmm. is it just, just Abraham? You know? Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but to really sit in that and receive that, that God honestly wants to be your friend, and he wants you to be his friend and be also co-laborers yeah. in his kingdom. So I think that is awesome and powerful. Willard, Willard in the books talks about us realizing our fullest identity as God's children mm-hmm. means living into being both uh, a priesthood of all believers, so yes. priest mm-hmm. and kings yes. to, to reign with Christ. Absolutely. And this conversational relationship is the avenue in which we live into those. And those are fancy words, but I think about them the priest uh, gained access to God's presence. Yes. And now that's access by the power of the Holy Spirit, by the ripping of the veil in the temple when Jesus was crucified, mm. is available to all of us. Amen. So presence and then power. Mm. It's this beautiful, miraculous thing that God uh, involves us in partnership to enact in, uh the things that he wants to accomplish in the world. Amen. So walking with him hand in hand in both presence and power mm-hmm. is what we're hoping for in this conversational relationship. For with God, sure. As he says. That's what we're hoping for sure for season two. So um, we're going to dive in some deep topics and please bring the, bring the questions. We, yeah. We're not scared. Just go ahead. And if honestly, if we don't know the answer, uh, we'll let you know we don't know the answer, but we'll pray and speak to the Lord. Like, okay, Lord, so, so have this question. What say ye? 
Okay. Um, so yeah, if you have questions, comments, please um, don't hesitate to put in the comments for sure. And yeah. by the grace of God, we'll get to some of those at the end of this um, service. But I want to read this um, to conclude um, this um, episode where he says, when all of these types of presence are in place, so this four of these, which is blind faith, sensing God's presence, the God who acts, and the conversational relationship, these four things. When they're all in place, then the royal priesthood of the believer is realized as it should be. It is then that, in that having a personal relationship with God becomes a concrete, common sense reality rather than a nervous whistling in the spiritual dark. And I love that he says a concrete, common sense reality. Mm. I just love that because I think sometimes we think it has to be all oh, out there. The spiritual realm, you have to be weird to hear God. No, 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 no. Mm. <laughs> it's an everyday, common sense, mundane things he speaks to us in our everyday lives. So I personally love that. Do you want to add anything to that? I don't have anything to add to that other mm. than if we've got questions at the end, we'll answer them. If right. not, uh, thanks for adding to this conversation. For sure. All right. Well, let us pray. Um, Heavenly Father, we are so grateful that you want to speak to us. You want to have a conversational relationship with us. Thank you for your son, Jesus, that through him, we can come to you and say, Abba. Mm-hmm. We want to say thank you that you want to be involved in our lives. Thank you for making the way for us to come to you um, boldly to your presence. And Lord, we ask that you continue to speak to us. You continue to be with us, even in the midst of our doubt and even in the midst of our questions. Stay with us. Keep nudging at us. Um, help us to be bold and be honest with you. And we know for sure you're going to meet us in our honesty and you're going to address whatever doubts or questions that we have. So we uh, we want to say thank you in advance. We are so grateful to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. amen.